0: Hello and welcome back to the Ending TBR podcast. I'm your host, Nicole. Today, we are going to discuss a genre that I really enjoy. Thank you for joining us. So I am here with some of my fellow book lovers. I'm here with Rebecca and Alyssa again. And we are going to be discussing medieval fiction. So...
1: (laughs) I'm so down for that.
0: <laughs> Me too. I'm so excited about that. So I was looking it up to actually find out when technically the medieval time period was. And pretty much like from 580 to like 14 to 15. Really? That's what I got off Google because then it moves into um, kind of like it, it blends into renaissance and sometimes it's like you see some of that it's like well is this renaissance or is it medieval so I thought that was kind of an interesting timeline
2: hmm. oh that's okay. really well I didn't expect you to go all the way back to 500 but that makes
0: sense yeah I just
2: didn't expect that
0: yeah so I know I was like wow so. <laughs> Very cool. That was was something I discovered just yesterday. So, (laughs) (laughs) what would, what is it about? Like in a quick, like short, like one or two sentences, what is it about medieval that you enjoy? That draws you to the story?
2: Romance, chivalry, (laughs) knights in shining armor.
1: Okay, apparently I don't need to answer the question because that's exactly how I was going to (laughs) say.
2: Sword fights. Uh wait, wait no, no, yeah, no, no. We're taking all of it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
1: it's, true. it's true. It's true. Like, I mean, medieval, I look for because what I do is most medieval books, I have like this playlist I listen to. I just plug my headphones in and it oh. turns out to be like a movie in my head. So like mm. all the sword fights are epic, and especially with um Lisa Bergeron's medieval series. I mean I can go on about that um, but I won't right you now <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's like the sword fights and the fact that you know the chivalry yeah like guys actually cared about
0: women and so yeah I know it is so it's so good when it's done really well I feel like when I was thinking of that question I like I feel like there's a certain rawness about that time period you know it's not quite the um the awakening type time there's something that's very primitive about it that Mm -hmm. kind of like just boils down to you know people were still people but -hmm. it's like you have just even that much less technology than you have in like um, colonial era or like western time you know Mm -hmm. when you the majority of historical fiction that's set in usually does even have more and Medieval, it has. It's just that little bit less. I don't know. Sounded better oh. in my head.
1: Well, when, <laughs> it was, was great. Medieval time period, it's like you either fight or you die type lifestyle yeah Yeah, it's it's, more
2: survivalist yeah it's more adventurous to read about
1: exactly but like when you go from like your your renaissance i'm not renaissance um regency reads or Mm -hmm. you know 1800s reads and then you go to media medieval you're like whoa i mean that's a little much you didn't need to kill the guy (laughs) because you know i mean like yeah
0: because it's it's survival so anyway I I do find it also interesting like whenever there's like any kind of like a murder mystery or trying to figure out who's done something it's so much different like how people could be framed that much easier and you know no technology if you use you know the family sword or the family dagger to stab somebody how would you ever know Mm. you know yeah (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) <laughs> that comes into play with, um, have you guys read Melanie Dickerson's new book um, in her new series, um, The Delacourt Tales or whatever? Um, mm-hmm. I can't now- remember the name of it. Quartus I Quartus can't
0: remember
2: <laughs> It's, um, but anyway, it's, yes, Court of Swans, yes. And okay. it is so good because the whole premise is that her seven brothers got framed and it was like it was so easy for them and they they had no way of like proving that it wasn't them yeah i mean no spoilers but eventually it all works out (laughs) but
1: (laughs) i'll eventually um, read it so
2: (laughs) it was quite it was quite a quite a um a plot to like Mm -hmm. get them unframed so it was it was
0: crazy I, I was actually wanting to talk about her books first because I, I often see her recommended when people are looking for medieval first. I think the only medieval one that I've read is The Thief of Thornbeck Forest. I think that's technically the only medieval from her that I've read.
2: Well, I think she, I think like a lot of her stuff, if you look at the timeline that you just told us, yeah. it's like on that, it's medieval. So a lot of it, yeah. my favorite by her because I love Snow White is The Ferris Maiden, Mm. absolute favorite. And can we also talk about in medieval fiction, all the villains are so much better. (laughs) And so I'm sorry, I love villains. You guys know this. And the villain in The Ferris Maiden is excellently written. It's Mm. the evil queen, but she is realistically placed in historic time period so it's not like she's going after it's it's a little bit more realistic the whole the whole story I mean Snow White is very um fantasy driven in that in that tale but Melanie Dickerson makes it in such a way that it's realistic for the time period it's not dwarves it's um very much realistic as the personalities of the seven dwarves and the personality of the evil queen and it's not just about her wanting to kill her because she's beautiful it's a lot more than that so it's, it's really well written and I love that one.
0: <laughs> that was, like, I, yeah, I have not read, again, I'm playing catch up with some of her stuff, but that's kind of interesting that she writes a really good female villain in Medieval because usually it is a male lead. You know, I think it's like part of like that time period, they did have, you know, that was the strongest that one, <laughs> the sword yeah. fight you know it's like it's hard I think it's harder to write in a really good realistic female villain Melanie
2: Dickinson does that in a few books my favorite is the Ferris Maiden but her Cinderella tale she does really well the stepmother mm. um she just does really well with fairy tale villains set in realistic times in her books and that's I love it I just love it
0: I really enjoyed, which I accidentally bought the golden Braid*. I had like accidentally pre-ordered it when I was new to the Amazon click buy now button. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I really loved how she takes, um, how she took fairy tales, then retold them in a completely like natural setting that she didn't have to, like the ones that I've read don't have any like magic element to it. Right, so it's almost like a historic retelling in like this, you know, thing. I love the golden braid. I loved how the twist of why that lady took the girl. I I thought that was a really neat element to that. That is
2: one that is on my shelf, but I have not read yet. Can you believe that? I have lots of her books on my shelf, but I Mm -hmm. haven't read yet.
1: Yeah, so that no, one I haven't weird. read any. So, oh, <gasps> oh yeah. I feel so bad there. in this conversation. I'm just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, which
0: <laughs> one sounds interesting,
1: Rebecca? <laughs> well, the thing is, is, the reason I haven't picked her books up is because I'm not really a big fan of retellings because I'm worried that they'll follow the storyline so closely that I'll just all I'll see is the Disney version of it so that's why I haven't picked up her books yet but I've I've heard so many people be like you have to read it it's so unique so after listening to you two I might I might just buy myself one and oh, test hey, it out for ahead. myself
0: it's yeah kind of funny because she I don't feel like she does she has the same um like themes and plot points you know she'll have like the stepmother or the yeah the evil queen but she does tell it differently so it's like you don't get a copy of it you know yeah. and there and there's other books of hers that aren't um fairy tale retellings like um like the huntress of thornbeck forest was uh like a type of because it wasn't it didn't follow it exactly it's a type of um like a gender switch with robin hood where it and it, it it was it's like a completely different storyline, and I thought that that was um, that was a really cool one. I thought that that was a neat one. I love Robin Hood stuff. Yeah. So I haven't read that
2: one in a hot minute. I need to pick that. <laughs> I need to pick up all of her books again. But yes, Rebecca, I would definitely recommend her because she has a way one of putting faith into them. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Her heroes mm-hmm. are spectacular. her and she rewrites the fairy tale without making it the fairy tale like um I will say that the first one is it's like the parents of all the siblings and they do have like a wicked guy that has a little bit of magic but that's the only one that's got like magic in it and it's Mm -hmm. not overly like it's not overly done or anything like that and that's the only one where they kind of have that element um and I I was a long time since I read it but I remember not being put off by that at all so
1: I shall try her books I promise I will get around to them I just like (laughs) how So many books that are on my TBR and it's just ridiculous. I had to put them back on
2: my shelves because my stack was piling so high that it was falling over. I literally had to put them on my shelves and just be like, when I get to a point where I can pick up a new book, I will go peruse my shelves because (laughs) my stack was so tall that it was falling off my coffee table. So dear. That's such a a great problem to have. (laughs) I think so. Well, I I'm, was so saying- busy. I'm so busy, I don't get a chance to read as much as I want to, which just means that I have lots of books to read, but it also
0: means that I don't get to read them as fast as I want to.
1: Yeah.
0: I know, and especially when you get one that you're really excited about, you want to get to it.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So, let's talk about, um, and I feel like um, Melanie Dickerson, her books are, I believe they are targeted YA. It's a very soft, like it's a soft, it's a it's like a softer medieval I feel like you don't get a lot of those as many or yeah. as kind of adult content so it's mm-hmm. a great like introduction to yeah. medieval I mean I you know I think you can enjoy them whatever whenever but it, that's kind a- of like the flavor of it
2: yeah when I was actually back when Lifeway was still open the bookstores I actually found one of her books in the YA section and I was shocked mm. I was like this is so good that I didn't even think it was YA Yeah, like not that YA is bad but like it was so just different than most of the YA I've read yeah and so and then I looked at the back and it was like yeah, or in the category with the Library of Congress and it was YA and I was like yeah. okay but these are awesome so it kind of <laughs> opened my mind up to other YA stuff that maybe I had not been willing to try because I realized that a lot of really good authors can bridge that gap between adult
0: and young adult and mm-hmm. still keep the interest of both parties so that was good that is something that I have definitely grown into because I was like I was a against a white I was like a white snob I didn't
2: I adult. <laughs> <no. laughs> Melanie Dickerson made me not a YA snob. I
0: will admit
1: to that. I, I'll admit that I kind of still am. That's why I haven't picked up a lot of these books that people are like, read, read, you gotta read them. Just mm, YA, I don't want to read them, thanks.
0: Okay, but you, <laughs> let's talk about you, Rebecca. You made me read. Okay, <laughs> I'll give river. you, I'll <laughs> give you a pass on that. That's the only YA y- I've
1: read and I'm obsessed, so. What <laughs> <laughs> book? Okay. So the one you Tiber- haven't
0: started reading yet. Oh, <laughs> Lisa Bergren. Yeah, what, her River of Time series. And she has other, she has another The Begotten series mm-hmm. that I feel is more adult, but like her YA is her highest recommended. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like if, I See, think if
1: you is- Google her name, that'll just pop up like that's yeah. like what she's yeah. known for. <laughs>
2: Yeah. The is definitely for adults, like yeah. no doubt. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm excited to try the River of Time series. I did buy it, Rebecca. I do have <laughs> it right here. I just haven't started it yet. Um, but I did kind of peek into it and it looks amazing. So, and don't judge me, I do peek into books. So I'm like,
0: I don't know if I'm gonna like it or not. It's like, it's like watching a movie trailer, right? Yeah, well, I suppose beautiful. if you put it that way. <laughs>
2: Well, cause I just don't have a lot. I mean, I love to read and I read a lot, but I don't read like some people read, like you guys read. So I have to be selective with what I read. I'm a reading snob. Oh, no. <laughs> like I have to like it, but mm-hmm. I should never have doubted her because everything I've read of
0: hers I've loved. So <laughs> Yeah. yeah to be fair and this one i i still remember i should probably yeah i probably have it you know in in rebecca and my comment i was like oh i've heard about it but i haven't done it and stuff like that and i feel like i feel like she texted me well if you like sword friend sword fight <laughs> adventure uh romance punky nights you'll like this one and i'm like <laughs> she does all my trigger points <laughs> You're not supposed to share what I send in messages. (laughs) (laughs) That was like the gloss (laughs)
2: And it's time travel, which I love. Yes, that's,
1: yeah, mm -hmm. that's actually why I picked it up. Because it was time travel. And I was like, it was like right in the beginning of my time travel obsession. So I'm like, okay, I'll pick it up, you know. And in the beginning, I was actually, I was actually going to stop reading it because the intro was just boring in my opinion and then once I went back in time I was like oh my gosh
2: you've so, heard don't judge a book by its cover don't judge a book by I know its first two chapters.
0: I know, <laughs> I know. But it, is, it is hard if something you know if you're if you're going into something that you you want it to be I, I do love as soon as I know that there is a time travel element I want the time travel to happen fast uh, yeah like mm-hmm. like that is one of my like things if it doesn't happen enough or it, soon enough it's right. like I get to that time and I feel <laughs> like she does it really um she has such a fun way of doing it it's like it's not like a super complex time travel method mm-hmm. yeah. but you know, it works and it adds that suspenseful element to it.
2: And I, I just love clean, with all that's out there right now, and I won't name names, I love clean time travel mm-hmm. that you can enjoy and it's still good and it's still good. And one of the tomorrow, we can get to that later, but one of the tomorrow <laughs> ways that you recommended, actually the only one I've read by her so far was time travel and that's what sold me on it. And oh my word, it was so good, but we can get to that whenever you're ready. Yeah.
1: Yeah. well one of the things that I really loved about the river of time series was the fact that when they when she time traveled it, it wasn't just like she time traveled and then oh my gosh where am I, I have to figure out where I am and then the whole um, process of you know it was like immediate she time traveled and She's in the midst of something, but I'm not going to talk about it because Alyssa hasn't read it yet. So, yeah. it's okay. but I mean, I like, mean. it's like she jumps right into it and I'm like, okay, I can do, I can do this. And I like keep reading and then, yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I'm obsessed with that series, but
2: <clears throat> okay. You and- need to send me your playlist that you listen to and you read it so I can listen to it while I read it. Okay. I, I will do that actually. <laughs> <There you go>. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. It's like the only music I listen to.
1: It's like when I, when I read that series, it's like, that's the music I listen to. I don't listen to it hardly any other time.
2: I love burning candles. Like I'm reading Rebecca by Daphne du Maurier and I got a Manderley candle that reminds me of Manderley when I'm reading. (laughs) So like I'm all for the music when I'm reading, set the scene. It's great.
0: (laughs) I, I, um, I love it too that this series is set like in a real place in some of like in some other um medieval they said it in even i've even read where they it's like a fantasy world where it's like not a real land and stuff like that she has like real locations real Mm -hmm. cities, and it was funny because when i read her when i went to read her begotten i was like there's oh my goodness did i not write it down The, the the cities the sienna yes it's
2: like oh this is sienna Oh, yeah, it's like I know this place. I know, place. <laughs> I know. Yes. me
1: too. That's how it was.
2: Um. I can't wait to go to Italy. I can't wait to. Go. I actually watched she for her launch party for begotten Night. I caught some of it, and she said that she was inspired by a lot of these stories because she went on a trip to Italy. I believe is mm-hmm. is what she said, and so that was really cool. Because I'm a travel person, as you know, and so I like to travel, and so I like to read stuff that's set in places that I'm traveling to.
0: So. What's really neat, I listened to the audio book of um, Waterfall and um, it's really cool because the, they do the Marcello with, um, wait, is it Marcello or Marcello? I am, see, this is my problem. I always say the mean but they had them with an Italian accent type thing. Ooh. And that was like really cool. In the audio book? Oh yeah, <clears throat> that was great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always
1: worried about audiobooks because it's always like one person reading it. And like when I think of audiobooks, I need the dramatics of like everybody has a different voice. And like, yeah. So now, mm, now I have to try and listen to the audiobook.
2: (laughs) I can't can't do romance where the woman has the man voice for the man part because I'm like, (laughs) this is just not right. Yeah i no, like, he needs to sound like a man in my head. And so <laughs> a lot of audiobooks, if I do a romance book, when it like gets to the point where they're like interested in each other, I have to switch to the book because I'm like, I no, can't. Yeah. <laughs> so that Alyssa, is- after you read Waterfall,
1: you have to tell us which side you're on. Whether you're Marcello <laughs> or Luca.
2: Wait, is there a love triangle? There's no there's no no. It's no, just it's like there's two they're, couples because it's two sisters. Yeah. Okay. And I, yeah. Not that I hate love triangles, but they're just so frustrating sometimes yeah. If they're yeah. not written no. well, which again, she probably would have written it well if it <laughs> had but I just, they're so frustrating because can you really be in love with two people at the same time?
0: I don't think so. <laughs> I'm not truly in love with them. So yeah. So no, it, you know, when we say Mar- Marcello and Luca, we have this like disagreement because (laughs) you know yeah the he the main hero is Marcello but I really enjoy Luca and I have I have I feel like a very solid background because I feel like Luca has to work harder than Marcello
2: does for
0: like like that's kind of like my thing it's like I love Luca because I think that his uh He's very, he's um, he's like just persistent, a little like very long suffering in it, mm-hmm. and it's like he's he's determined, and I just like really appreciate that quality.
1: His story was yeah. pretty great. I I'm not gonna lie, I I liked his story, but yeah, I'm so looking forward to
2: this book now. I mean, I have it in front of me, so <laughs> I mean. Yeah, that's gonna. It's it just got moved up on my TBR (laughs) on that huge stack that was gonna fall over on the coffee table. It's now on top. So it's like it's like the series
1: that I recommend everybody. It's the book that I want to read once a year or series I want to read at least once a year. It's it's yeah.
0: Um, It's
1: that much of a favorite. Oh yeah, I'm I'm a little bit obsessed. Okay.
0: Okay. Now we're apparently Maymeyer. So. Although I feel like Rebecca's obsessed about River of Time. Like I'm obsessed with uh, Legacy of the King's Pirates by Mary Lou Tindall. I feel like that's oh, okay. kind of like, those are like our core.
2: That's, I mean, we, you and I are agreed upon that with the Legacy of the King's Pirates. That's like Karen Winnemeyer and anything with Edwin Edmund Merrick in it from Legacy mm-hmm. of the King's Pirates. Mm-hmm. Almost, oh, Yeah.
1: It's really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nicole got me hooked on that one. I do have the other two books. Well, there's more than two books in the yeah. Pirate Legacy book uh,
2: series, but I read those uh. in high school and started emailing with Mary Lou Kindle for years. It was, great. Oh. it was great. I was like this little nerdy high schooler reading books on the bus and then emailing the author. It's, oh. it's what started me on that
0: path. <laughs> so, oh. yeah, those are great ones too. I am wondering, and I did not realize, Alyssa, that you had not read a Kathleen, have you not read Kathleen Morgan yet? Because I feel like, you know, Kathleen Morgan was the first adult kind of level medieval Christian fiction that I've read. And you haven't read her? Um, She writes the the Scotland ones, right? Yeah, but it's like, okay, so I was checking it out because I'm like, oh my goodness, is it Renaissance or is it medieval? her um child of the mist the highland (gasps) oh yeah i read that series i forgot about that series
1: i know and it's
0: like it was written back i think in like early 2000s i think it was early 2000s so right
1: after the river of time and it was like kind of had that same vibe to it a little bit a little bit i liked that series i
2: forgot about that that. series is very high on my list like I have the first book. It was in that stack on my coffee table because (laughs) I'm going to Scotland next year. Mm. And so I want to read as much of her as I can before then. I just have to get through some arcs and stuff that I'm looking forward to first. And so, yeah, no, definitely on my list. Definitely like in my Amazon cart, have the first one over on my shelf um, because I'm going to Scotland. So I have to read everything set in Scotland. Um, I guess so. so.
0: For sure. It's amazing because, with hers, I remember that was like my first deep dive into something, and she uses a lot of like the Scottish language and the Scottish mm-hmm. like stuff. So I have like I was reading, and part of the only reason I could understand what it was because I was new to historical when I started it. I'm like, I think the only reason I can understand what a baron is is because of the context of what they're using it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know. I am a big proponent of learning about history from historical fiction. I get people who are like, oh, you don't actually learn about history because it's fiction. Mm -hmm. I said, you learn about, as somebody who did living history for several Mm -hmm. years, you learn about the setting, about life in that time, about the way barons and and like all of all of the nobility worked at that time if you're reading from a reputable author so yeah. you can really understand how life was you may not understand histor- historical occurrences you may depending on what it is but you really can get a grasp of what life was like then which is what i love as being someone who has done living history in the past so i'm a big proponent of learning from historical fiction
0: I totally totally think that you can, especially when they add like climates of like what was acceptable in society and stuff like that. You know, those are Mm -hmm. things that it's like you don't think of, especially if you're used to reading like a different type of or contemporary and then you go back. It's like, wow, it's amazing how some things have like really changed. One, I think the earliest medieval that I've ever read was um, Linda Windsor's Fires of Glenmara. Oh. oh, that one was so. Good. That first one, I think it's Marie,
2: Mar- Mar- Myra, Myra, Myra. Oh, that's <laughs> so. You know me in Ireland, yeah, Nicole. Me in Ireland. I can't. I'm learning Irish fiddle. I'm part Irish. I love Ireland. So yeah. I picked that up years ago at a used bookstore, and I just recently read it last year. Oh my word! I <laughs> just love it. It's
1: on Just my TBR.
0: It. It's so yep. good. Like it's the, it. like completely enemies to lovers. Like he's captured in a raid. It's so good. It's got <laughs> all really good. Music. I love how you said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: the second one's on my TBR. Again, so many on my TBR, but second oh. one is high up there.
0: Um, I I rented the second one like years ago. I was actually going to read the second one first, I think, because I read stuff out of order. And then it was like, it was a library book or something like that. And then I, uh, I had to return it and I'm just now, I'm like, oh, I need to finish that. <laughs> I read, <laughs> I read the third one. I just haven't read the second one. <laughs> we need to do a buddy read of it. maybe. Who knows? It yeah. <laughs> be so. fun. Okay. So let's talk now about Tamara lake. I think that's how you pronounce her name i haven't actually ever heard it so that's how i pronounce it in my head she has been one that uh, <clears throat> and there's and there's a really interesting youtube interview if you type her name uh, interview there some another um a, a booktuber did an interview with her where she really talks about her writing journey because she like a few other um i think kathleen morgan as well used to write for general market Mm -hmm. and um then she switched over to christian fiction and i am so glad she did and the her one her like lady series like lady at arms lady of eve that series um that those are those books are her general market that she's taken and rewritten as clean General. I'm they're so they're, glad she did the, that. The, the, That's the, great. Faith el- the faith element is a little bit lighter compared to like her age of Faith series, but they're still that great her feel of what mm-hmm. she does. And I really love like all those elements that I love about like that. that rawness, that that bit of primitive, that survival. those are all mm-hmm. really present in her books. And she incorporates a lot of real history, a lot of mm-hmm. real historical characters um in her uh, age of conquest series which is the fight between or it's the it starts out with the battle where the normans came over and defeated the saxons battle of hastings um a lot of real characters as as like sub characters in there so she has like all the the people underneath it and it's just like She just tells the story so well. So, yeah. You are a big fan of her. And you got me (laughs) to be a big fan
2: of her. And I told her this on Bookstagram because I read one book by her. And I think we were talking about this earlier. um, And I could not put it down. I I just couldn't. And it was one of her time travel ones, which again, time travel, clean time travel, (laughs) big proponent of that. Clean time travel with a Christian element, even bigger proponent of that. Because God can do whatever (laughs) he wants, right? so I loved that book and so I have another one on my kindle I'm just waiting till I have a good solid block of time to just consume it in in Mm -hmm. its entirety because I just know otherwise I will just stay up until all hours of the morning reading it so
1: like me (laughs) (laughs) you'll know I'm already reading lady at arms because when we said we're talking about doing this podcast I was like okay I need to read a Lee book just so I can say I've read a tomorrowly book yeah. and I am so glad I did because like I mean oh my goodness I have been up the last few, few nights just like diving into this book I'm like oh man I love the hero. I love how yep. spunky the heroine is. And, you know, obviously it's only been like three days that they've been together, but of course they're in love and, you know, all the, I'm like, this doesn't happen in real life, but I don't care. I love it anyway. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm obsessed with reading more of her books now.
0: Mm -hmm. and I feel like you know you know me you guys know me and my enemies to lovers love Mm -hmm. and I feel like she does that so good and even though sometimes the books take place over just like a few sometimes it's few days sometimes it's you know longer I feel like Mm -hmm. she and she like she does it in such a way that writes it in that it's like it doesn't feel super instant I don't know yeah and even if you
1: like even if you like pay attention to how quick it is it's like you don't even care because i mean the story so is just stuff, that
0: and so much stuff is usually happening oh yeah and I, how she often has food books often have that element of some sort of subplot mystery some sort of like court intrigue or mm-hmm. battle between mm-hmm. families and it's just a really fascinating element too yeah i sorry i am not a,
2: against insta love stories but it has to be written in a way that it makes sense. And yeah. I've only read one by her as well, Rebecca. But, <laughs> and it wasn't quite that, but it was Marriage of Convenience, which I love. But mm-hmm. like, yeah. it was still pretty quick for them to fall in love, but I still thought it was done in such a way that it was just well-written. Like, if you're going to do Insta-Love, you have to do it well-written. Otherwise, it's just not realistic.
1: yeah otherwise yeah. it's just like i don't want to continue reading and yeah
0: well yeah. It, it's kind of like you look at it like <coughs> really
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i kind of yeah. did that for like a millisecond with lady and Arms. So i'm like really guys it's only been three days but then like the story is so good like i mean if you like enemies to lovers holy cow i mean i don't think you can get any more enemies to lovers than this this book i mean she hates him so much um
2: the one I read was marriage of convenience and enemies to lovers oh even better
1: even better so it was two in one and it was
0: wonderful (laughs) (laughs) well the um I like it's been a while since I've read lady at arms but my very first was the unveiling which is a woman who goes a girl who like she goes undercut. she's you know they're the age thing is like she's she's in her like late teens, but they feel like adult book too. Like I feel like even with hers, you know, kids had to mature a lot quicker. Oh yeah, back then, so adult it, back then, yeah, yeah. So it's like she's in her late teens and she's very much a tomboy. She goes undercover to kill this guy. Ooh, Ooh. Yeah. okay interesting (laughs) yeah because she believes he is responsible for her brother's death actually I think I actually have
1: oh no I don't have that one on my shelves but
0: okay but it's like but the unveiling was the very first one that I got and it was like oh my goodness I mean that's just like I'm going to kill you (laughs) (laughs)
1: like now I have to read it and see how it ends but
0: (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, that was, that was the one that started my obsession. That was the first one that she did. She went back. She was doing indie publishing back in 2012, and it's really interesting hearing her um, her interview about that because it was like that was really branching out. That was like a real maverick move back in 2012 because indie publishing was a lot. It wasn't yeah. as well known, and
2: mm-hmm. it's
0: just yeah, it was. I love it, and I love how she gives a lot of little um she hides little easter eggs with her wolfrith dagger <laughs> is the name of a family and if you see the name wolfrith or a certain type of jewel dagger that's an easter egg connecting to a certain family okay.
1: mm-hmm. you know, that's that one.
0: yes so that's why it's like i know it yeah, i know it shows up in some of her ladies series it shows up in her feud series and you know she she does write some you know just like as like a warning some of her books do contain like she writes about some really hard issues like she mm-hmm. has several books where it's like the woman has survived a rape and
2: mm. um, mm-hmm.
0: and she she really does it in such a way that is really it's not overly like graphic but it's it's the it's the people having to deal with and. Yeah drive and live through that um so it's like intense enough use.
1: so you get the point but it's not like yeah yeah author. no
0: she, I think, yeah I and
2: think like they should be able to tackle I mean I think authors should be able to
0: tackle yeah. the
2: aftermath of that stuff
0: because it's real life mm-hmm, but yeah anyway. yeah and I like how she does it it's not like it's instantly oh poof go away you know it's it's it's, it takes some healing. And I really like mm-hmm. how she, how she writes that because it's like when you're reading historical fiction and stuff like that, and you know, it's like, it can happen. I don't know. I, I like how she, I feel like she does it very realistically. Yeah.
2: That's good. Well, and her romances are really well-written
0: Or at mm-hmm. least the one that
2: I read. Um, yeah. So yeah, those are good too. So just, Overall, good, Red good One, minute,
0: total fan. So, and she's so sweet on Bookstagram, too. So, I know, I know she is a sweetheart, and I love her villains, too. Well, no, I love to hate her villains. <laughs> <laughs> I love the villains, period. You love to hate villains. It's okay. <laughs> oh, geez. Sword fight and everything with that. So. I she her books are one that it's like like you guys are saying you want to be able to just consume it and her next one is coming out and it's like I clear my reading schedule around that release (laughs) I know I just need to dive in
1: yeah I'm still waiting for the bad guy in my story but it kind of doesn't need one because they're so wrapped up in the situation they're in and I don't want to say too much for those who haven't read it Okay, well, um, how
0: far in are you?
1: Oh, uh, Chapter fifteen, so I think it's almost about halfway.
0: Okay, he, there there is a film.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I haven't met him yet, so um, I'm gonna keep reading four tonight. So halfway. if I'm up at like four o'clock, you'll know why. <laughs> 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 not that anybody else will be up at four o'clock, but
0: you know. <laughs> no, I just I just love it, and I love it that there are that we have those because it's not it's not a very not a very, not, not, pop, I don't want to say popular, but there aren't very many authors writing in this genre. Not when you consider like Regency and stuff yeah. like that, how many there are with that or like 1800s romance. So, and I love it. Can, can, can we
1: circle back a moment to River of yep. Time? Because my brain is like, you know, sure. <laughs> the villain. Oh, I love how you held your book up. Thank you. <laughs> You're like modeling a uh, waterfall. <laughs> um, (laughs) um, the villain in that series i mean that was pretty well written and yeah i i I don't want to say too much but i loved how she wrote the villain in that series because you hated him and i know you're not supposed to hate but i mean you hated him
2: (laughs) all right you can hate villains all right that's what they're
1: there for <laughs> <laughs> and then in her begotten series obviously you hate the villain um, from the beginning because i yeah, mean he's
2: that was just yeah. pure evil from oh the my beginning. goodness i mean from,
1: from the beginning yeah it was
2: just, i, that's why, I that sh- that's why that book is for adults is because the evil depicted is just so evil it's and the f- great story and it's great contrast but
1: oh right i when i when i wrote my review i put like um, books around, I put like a little disclaimer at the bottom just because you know there's some people who don't like reading that intense of uh situations um yeah. so I put a disclaimer and she comments she she was explaining the fact that she wanted to write it to where the reader understand just how dark um the villain is but then she immediately fades to black and doesn't yeah. go any farther and yeah. I mean, she does it so well that you get just how evil this character is, this villain is. Right. I mean, there's description, but there's not way too much. And um, she just has, she, her writing talent is insane, but yeah, I can go on all day and I probably should talk about other things But I really want to talk about her series. But
0: (laughs) well, I haven't, I haven't finished the river of time because I didn't want to read Deluge when i was um in the middle of covid no no i totally get that like <laughs> well, i was kind of like I, I feel like i've you know i feel like i'm in a better place where it was like because it's like i'm being quarantined
2: <laughs> is there like sickness in it
0: yeah well because um, of you know, the time I mean, period it was like what? um early black black death but, right black death black,
1: yeah
0: black yeah black, yeah so okay um when so I first read that, I was a
1: bit of a germaphobe. Yeah, I was just like, oh my gosh, I don't want to turn the page. This is gross. Is it gross? <laughs> oh. That's okay. No, I'll
2: but it's okay.
1: It. so you can read it. It's okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I will read it for you, Rebecca. And because I know it's probably fantastic because she wrote it. So
1: <laughs> I hope you like it as much as I did. Because I sometimes worry that I rant about this way too much, post about it way too much. And people are like, girl, it ain't that good. But I think it is. So send me
0: that playlist. <laughs> send me that <laughs> playlist. I will. I will. Yeah, we should, yeah, definitely have, we should have a link to Rebecca's playlist it's on like Spotify or something like that. Rebecca's River of Time. Then I need to make up a Leigh one. Yes, I, please.
1: I actually started listening to my River of Time playlist while reading Tomorrowly last night. And I'm like, I feel like this yes. is so wrong because I normally listen to it while reading River of Time, but I'm like, I need that intense music. And it made, uh, it makes the book so much better.
2: As a musician- who reads i love when people like pair music with books i have a whole thing on my bookstagram where like i'll post a picture and then i'll post a song that goes with it Mm -hmm. so i love
0: that it's so fun because it's like it's so much the art because you have the you've you've read the story you have the visual of bookstagram that's what's so fun but then it's like then you get to put music with it i mean (laughs) i have fun with it (laughs) (laughs) that is so awesome Okay, so what probably is your next medieval that you're going to read? Well, you're gonna be probably reading Waterfall. Well, that <laughs> and the and the um
2: Child of the Mist Scotland series. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's because sense. I'm you going can't... to Scotland. So
0: yeah. that one was Yeah. And it's like and I and I have mentioned with you know some of like the Tomorrow with with Child of the Mist. I can't remember much about it's been a few years, Child of the Mist and stuff, but, you know, those, those are more, and I do try and say, it's like, there are more adult content, but I still feel like it's clean, that makes sense, you know, because it's like, I know there's different versions, or um, different opinions on how much is talked about in Mm -hmm. Christian fiction, but I'm like, really okay with exploring some of those deeper, a little bit harder elements, or and I feel like we
2: can, yeah I feel like we can make our recommendations and people can either read it or not read it and then yeah. judge for themselves yeah yeah but it's good that you give a disclaimer that's good yeah. but yeah and then Merciless <clears throat> by Tamarale is my next one too of her series because I'm going to start that series because you told me to
0: yeah <laughs> and, I, and I do tell people to start that series because that's the that oh I just love that she gave, like, the origin story of the Wolfriths in Age of Faith, because I was so obsessed with them in that, and um, those first, the first three are, like, an action-packed, incredibly interwoven mini series. like, that's how I imagined it, so they really tie in together, so you really have to read, like, the first, well, after you read the first one, you're gonna get, and it's, like, how there's like a layer underneath that's coming through that doesn't get resolved then until the next book but it's like the story is the romance has you know progressed to be co- quote-unquote incomplete un- but there's that extra little mystery element of what else is going on that gets mm-hmm. in the next and she's carried it through the entire series and <clears throat> Yeah, I'm, I'm obsessed
2: every I time i talk know. with you ladies i have like five more books that i have to read like, <laughs> <Same. just laughs> same. i guess that's why we're here
0: but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. well, well thank you for ahead, talking Sarah. to me about this this is awesome
2: yeah
0: and rebecca
2: what which one are you reading next
0: oh
1: which one am I? Uh, uh, I don't know um <laughs> Um, the only one I have on my medieval one I have on my shelf, I think is another tomorrow Lee. I don't know if it's the revealing or the unveiling.
0: The... I thought you posted a picture of the unveiling. Did, Did on I? On your... I, I might your have. The answer
2: is The Ferris Maiden by Melanie Dickerson.
1: Oh, I am so sorry. I didn't know there was an, uh, <laughs> a proper answer to that.
2: <laughs> no, well, I just finished
1: another, um another okay. good um <laughs> i just finished another good um medieval it was Gallamore or Gallamore by michelle greep i don't know how you would pronounce oh,
0: it Gallimore, yeah i know i still have to read I'm that not
1: really. it's a time travel and she goes back what? in time to medieval and yeah i i i want to talk about it but you both haven't read it so i can't I talk about it so when you do please message me because i need to talk about it okay okay uh, i know <laughs>
2: she goes back in time to medieval like i love michelle grieve so recent fan of hers so yeah i will read that i think this was her debut novel honestly i think that's what it was and good debut novels are hard
1: it it was good um but i can't talk about it so just when you read it please i'm begging you somebody message me i need to talk about it
0: okay all right (laughs) definitely have to move that up the list okay i know i cannot i cannot believe after i recorded the time travel episode and then it was like you you messaged me rebecca and you're like well what about gallimore it's like oh my goodness i completely forgot about that that was like on my on my list for forever and i just never got a copy of it she actually now when I when i was looking at gallimore like wait like seven years ago i saw that she had undercurrent that um it's a viking time yes. travel.
1: Yes, I that went so bad
0: that went out of print it is not available on Kindle you cannot find it anywhere and I'm just really hoping that she redoes that one because we need more like see I texted
1: her not text her I messaged her that and I was like oh my gosh I really want to read this and I think she said that she's you know she plans on rewriting it or maybe making it into a trilogy or I don't know I can't remember but I'm just sitting here waiting for that
0: you know because I, I am like so kicking myself because I like hesitated when it was available on kindle and now it's gone I'm like yeah oh, because if, yeah. if you look it up if you look it up they're
1: charging like a hundred dollars for a book on amazon like so, it, yeah okay? there's probably like, like five <laughs> oh wow so like yeah if y'all ever find it in a thrift store or something we all need to play sisterhood of the traveling book and just like
0: read <laughs> <Absolutely>. it <laughs>
2: Absolutely.
0: I spend a lot of time in these bookstores I'll keep an eye out <laughs> yeah, because that's one that's on our treasure hunt list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for talking me with me about this because I really am fun. So yeah, excited. This is- Read more,
1: and reread, <laughs> and reread. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you.